podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Maddie. And I'm the other co-host, Emma. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hello. We're back at it. Another week for you guys. Another Monday. Another episode. Um, It's just Emma and I today. We're trying to kind of find that balance between hosting people and then um, it just being the two of us on the show. But I kind of like it when it's just the two of us sometimes because then we can just have more like casual chats. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely fun to have guests, but also nice to, uh, you know, take a step back and just chat me and you. Um, We've had guests, I think, the past, what, two or three weeks? Yeah, Um, two or three or even four, maybe. Yeah, I think we've had a lot only of guests. One is the bonus. We've had a lot of guests recently, and it's been super, super awesome. I hope you guys have enjoyed that because we have obviously enjoyed getting to talk to such cool people. So um, we love that, and we are excited to be here today again. But you know, just just go in the. Um, the dynamic duo is, you know, back. <laughs> we're the back. OGs. And we will. Yes. <laughs> the yes. girls, we're back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in the future, we are going to have a little bit more guests than like we did, obviously, season one. I'm sure you guys can obviously tell with how season two is going, but we're also going to do episodes like this. So um, today we just wanted to talk. Emma and I have been talking a lot just on the phone in general, because if you guys don't know, um, we're best friends in real life. And so we talk a lot kind of yeah (laughs) I'm kidding we I oh are are you are you best friend breaking up with me right now oh yeah I actually that's what I wanted to talk about in this episode (laughs) (laughs) no we've been friends since we were literally basically out of the womb like so young um and we're like those middle-aged moms that call each other every day to catch up like (laughs) we always used to make fun of our moms for talking on the phone so much because our moms are best friends too and now we've literally um we have definitely become that person um exactly we we catch up all the time so it's it's interesting that we have a podcast together because you know we could just record every single conversation we have (laughs) because we talk so much but exactly um, I'm not mad about it though no me neither it's great to have like that accountable person in your life um exactly but we've both been we've both been having some per se troubles (laughs) or we've been having we've been having some lows along with the highs but a few lows recently yeah and I think that that's kind of just the common denominator between everyone's lives right now um I mean people joke like 2020 and like oh it's just one more thing that's gonna happen in 2020 and I think that that is creating a little bit of anticipatory anxiety um and so we just kind of want to talk to you guys a little bit about that but also just talk to you bottom line of this episode if you're not going to listen any farther totally fine actually no please stick around but yeah bottom line <laughs> of this episode is that 2020 is not dead guys we still have 60 days left in 2020 i think when this episode airs it's 60 days exactly i'm not exactly sure though um and we're just going to talk to you guys a little bit about our kind of hardships in the past and um talk to you a little bit about anxiety and about anticipatory anxiety and also just ways that we're going to personally focus on making 2020 the rest of it a good year because unfortunately when the clock strikes midnight on um december 31st and we turn over into 2021 all of the problems and all the struggles of 2020 aren't just going to dissipate. They're not just going to disappear. And That's truly tragic. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> you always feel like going into New Year, it's going to be some, like, flip switch. Um, yeah. That, you know, just you completely turn the corner. But, yeah, it, you do have to definitely acknowledge the reality that it's not necessarily going to be the case. And, you know, COVID's most definitely still going to be a thing. And... I don't know. It's you. You want that, but you have to do the best with the cards that have been dealt. You know, 
Exactly. And you just have to take those steps now so that when you go over into 2020, it's not like, okay, I'm trying to start this completely new life or whatever. Um, I'm always, I think we said this in our New Year's resolutions episode last year, but I'm not one for resolutions just because I feel like um, a lot of people think that you can just check off a box and you're like, okay, like I did it. Like that's a goal that I can do and it kind of fades. You really need to make an effort to start incorporating these things into your life um, before the turn of the new year and so we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about that later on but to start off I've been using this term a couple of times um throughout the episode so far anticipatory anxiety anticipatory it's a, <laughs> a mouthful if you yeah. will yes like anticipation but, basically but yes the the art of anticipation is anticipatory <laughs> <laughs> yeah but basically it's just the form of anxiety where you're anxious about something that hasn't happened yet so it's basically that fear and constant worry that a bad thing could happen and usually anticipatory anxiety happens um on things that you can't predict or control so aka 2020 like in a nutshell and so just to kind of start off the episode I was doing some research and um, I read on the American Psychology Association website um, that there was a poll conducted in March of 2020 where 62% of Americans reported feeling anxious about a loved one contracting the virus and 48% um, reported anxiety about themselves catching the virus. And then later on, a month later in April, studies showed that 60% of Americans were just generally anxious on a daily basis. So I think that this statistic and this fact or whatever really shows that since March, since our lives have kind of been flipped upside down, um, obviously there's a lot more anxiety around things that we didn't even realize were going to be a part of 2020, such as the virus, but also just in general. Like, people are experiencing anxiety on a day-to-day basis, and it's not just... It's not just, like, worry or, like, oh, you kind of feel off or whatever. It's, like, nothing really feels right in your life. Mm -hmm. And what I found, at least, with anticipatory anxiety is you spend a lot of time kind of creating worst-case scenarios in your head. And when you focus on these scenarios, it kind of increases your sense of hopelessness or it keeps you in an endless loop of kind of dread or um, defeat. And... For me, at least, I called Emma the other day, and we were on the phone, and I was like, dude, I just feel off. Like, I I don't know what it is. Like, I just feel off, and I, like, don't feel super happy, and while I don't think that, like, I have diagnosable, like, depression or anything, I'm like, I just, things feel very weird right now, Mm -hmm. and she, she responded, and she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, I definitely, definitely feel the same way, and I, I think me and Maddie are very similar people in terms of, like, our, you know, we can understand our, our, or we can understand each other's emotions really well, because I feel like we, um, most commonly are going through kind of the same waves of emotions and everything, um, and yeah, she was like, I just feel off, and I was like, I feel that way too, and I can't pinpoint, like, you know, this thing's making me sad, or this thing's making me, you know, feel down, but overall, I've just been kind of, like, blah, and I think so much of our life was planned out on this certain track and we look back at last year of like what we were doing in college or what this year should have been and it's just simply not the same and Mm -mm. I don't know you can't you can't obviously look at what could have been because 
in the end, that's not the reality that, you know, that's not the reality that came up, but it's difficult. It really is. And I think that is a very simple way to describe it, but it's just off, you know? Yeah. Things just feel like a little whack. And so just, we're not going to sit here. Like we say, like Hugo Girls is always a community where we're trying to spread positivity. We're trying to spread happiness. Um, we're trying to help you guys, but we're also, we're 20 year old girls in college. Like we don't have all the answers and our, even when we have guests on, like they don't have all the answers. We're just trying to do whatever we can to, um, foster a positive community. And so with that being said, once we realized we both kind of felt stuck and everyone's going around saying 2020 is dead, 2020 is dead, whatever. We wanted to sit down and just kind of chat with you guys about things that you can do and that we personally are doing slash are going to do um, that are going to make the remainder of 2020 a lot more manageable. And I don't know, I was having a conversation with a really good friend from freshman year. Actually, we haven't seen each other um, in a couple of years at this point. I would say we were really close freshman year and um, kind of just drifted apart and we went and got coffee last week. And I, like, didn't really know what to expect going into the coffee date because I was like, we haven't seen each other in forever and we don't have a ton to, like, talk about, whatever. And it was actually one of the most impactful conversations I've had all year. And it was because of something she said to me. And she was saying, she was talking about all the trials and tribulations of her life and how she had COVID and how, like, friend stuff had been happening happening and everything. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, she was like, I don't even want the remainder of of 2020 to be a positive experience I just want it to be a neutral one and I was like wow like that's that's really deep like she was just so tired of all the negative things happening in her life that she was like honestly like I just need to get through the remainder of the quarter I need to get through school and then we'll restart we'll regroup but until then like I need to find ways in my life that I can make the rest of 2020 neutral and positively neutral in that regard because it's like she's not looking for this overwhelming like sense of happiness or like purpose or anything right now she just wants every day to live and like be in a really not even a great mood just like a good mood like to have a standard day I feel like that's so that's such a sad reality to come to though it's like you're Mm -hmm. so tired of getting beaten down that you're just like if everything goes decently okay for the remainder of the year then I'm not gonna complain about it but um yeah I I definitely feel the same way if more things you know don't get messed up then I think it could be a win for the last few months I know one of my um, best friends, her boyfriend was planning, or her her and her boyfriend are long distance for context. They go to different colleges, they're playing right away, and her boyfriend was planning on coming down, actually today would have been his flight, to see her. They haven't seen each other in two months almost, and then he um, goes to school in Illinois, and his college basically decided you are not allowed to travel anywhere, very last minute. It was like, you can't leave. Um, you have to get approved to leave, and he was actually going to leave and go vote in his home hometown, and then come and see, you know, his girlfriend, that's my friend, and school basically shut it down, and was like, no, that's not an excuse to leave, which, side note, I don't think you could tell someone they can't go vote, that seems like super, um, yeah, that seems super sketch and illegal to be like, no, you're not allowed to leave campus, and you can't vote, I, that's yeah, a whole that's other crazy. topic for another day, but. I don't know, I just, I feel like that is something that, it, that really encapsulates um, 2020 well, but sadly well, is that 
you know, she was so excited to see her boyfriend that she hasn't seen in two months. He was about to come. And then her school was like, nope, you can't. Sorry, you're not approved. Like, you can get expelled if you leave. And he's taking all online classes, like, doesn't even live on campus. And it's just this whole mess. But it sucks. Like, so many things that you expect to just fall into this line of good or something that is going to be positive like my heart breaks for my friend because they've been dating for over three years and I mean they haven't seen each other in two months and now they're probably not going to see each other for another month and it just it sucks and I think yeah 2020 is just like taking hits on everyone and you know obviously you might not be in a relationship or um I'm currently not doing a long distance relationship or anything so I can't relate to that exact scenario but I think that's a good analogy to you have so many high hopes for things and they've just been kind of falling short and it sucks and um you really have to look out for yourself look out for your friends and be aware of what's going on and tackle it the best you can yeah no exactly and I just think specifically with anticipatory anxiety and just those thoughts that like you're nervous about what's to come um there's a couple ways to combat that and like obviously the you can't really plan for the unplanned like I'm sure one of your really good friends like didn't know that her boyfriend wasn't gonna be able to come down and see her or like you might not know that something might happen with a family member like someone may get Mm -hmm. sick or whatever like there's so many different things that can happen so I think just the first thing is just being aware of your thoughts and emotions and knowing how you feel because I feel like often we get kind of wrapped up in our own world and like being aware of your thoughts and emotions is very important and to grounding yourself but also kind of take into consideration other people's thoughts and emotions because there's a lot of things going on in the world right now for lack of better words and I think that taking other people's emotions into consideration and um, thinking oh that could affect them negatively or oh maybe I shouldn't have this conversation today because this person is having a really bad day and it's already going to bring them down more or I know that this person is having a really bad week like maybe what's something that I can do to help them out and for example like this can literally be hey do you want to go on a walk with me do you want to go grab coffee yeah. do you want to just hang out because I know that there's so much going on in everyone's lives where sometimes even if it's someone you're not super close with like it can be nice to just like escape a little bit and have that conversation with someone um and just it's comforting to know that other people also have things going on for sure and um just bringing it back to my friend that I was just talking about um we've obviously me and um, the other girls that are close with her realize she's super upset and disappointed so I think we're all going to um, a pumpkin patch together on Friday when we originally were going to be doing something oh, with like, her and her boyfriend. We're like, let's still go do something. We were actually maybe going to go to Charleston, which is where Maddie, I am Maddie's from. hometown is. <laughs> but yeah, so we're not going to be doing that anymore, unfortunately, because her boyfriend's not coming. But we did, you know, we're checking up on her. We're like, let's go, you know, let's, let's still have a good day Friday. Let's go um let's go get outside let's go to a pumpkin batch let's do something cute so hopefully that will be better um than her just sitting around and being really sad because that sucks but you also I think me and Maddie kind of going back to her first part of that little spiel is we're both really really aware of our emotions and I think that's something that comes along with growing up and 
gaining maturity and we're like like she was saying we're 20 years old and we're not the most like mature people on planet earth or we obviously don't have everything going on but I think we're both very in tune with understanding how we feel and that's really an important step to start out with is you know I've been relatively sad the past few days over a few few different things but I feel like a bunch of small things that have kind of just come up all together and I've just been down like I've been stressed out with school and then a few different things have just really affected my mood because I don't know I don't think I have that nice balance of like things that aren't that great and things that are great like I've just had a few you know few things that aren't that great so obviously my mood has been down a little bit more which is okay and I'm accepting of that but what's important is to understand kind of those factors that are contributing to that and I know me and Maddie have been really, we've been having those private conversations when we talk on the phone literally every day just about how we're feeling. And I really love that she can exactly explain how she's feeling, you know, put her feelings into words. I can, and I can understand. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I feel that exact same way. And this is how I'm feeling put into words. Um, yeah. And it, that and is something hard to do is to take a step back, especially when you're down to take a step back and be like, okay, what is, why am I feeling this way? What's affecting it? And you don't have to change necessarily even how you're feeling. I don't think that should be the end goal. I think no. it should really just be being aware of how you feel and having the, you know, self-efficacy and motivation to get yourself to maybe a happier place in the next day or the next few days or, you know, next week. Exactly. Yeah, and I something that I've been doing a lot recently is when I start to feel, you know that sense of like, not anxiety, but like you're just stressed out, like your heart starts to race and your hands get all clammy and like you kind of like tense up a little bit and you're just like, okay. And like sometimes, depending on what triggered it or whatever, sometimes that can break into a full-on panic attack or you crying. Um, and other times it's just kind of like, it's just your body being like, okay, we're stressed out. But something that I've been trying to do a lot more of is just brown, grounding exercises and practicing grounding exercises. And I always thought um, that grounding exercises meant like meditating or doing mm-hmm. yoga. Um, and I thought it was very like, okay, if I don't have an hour out of my day, like I can't de-stress. But I've been doing this one um, that's literally counting your breath. And it has helped so much. Counting when I say, your breath? Like, Yes, so I'll kind of walk you through it, but it's like you can do it literally in class, you can do it um, in a meeting, you could do it while you're on the phone call with a company or with a family member, Um, do it in the shower, literally whatever. Let's do it, I'm ready. Okay, (laughs) so you count backwards from five and you use your senses around you to list the things around you. So for example, you start by listing five things you can hear. So you take a deep breath in. And then you say, okay, right now I can hear the birds chirping in the background. I can hear my air conditioning unit. I can hear my roommate doing laundry. I can hear the buzzing of the microphone that's plugged into my computer. You can hear my beautiful voice. I can hear Emma. There's five. (laughs) Four is four things you can see. So another deep breath in, four things you can see. I can see the blue sky outside of my window. I can see... Um, the snow that's on my patio. I can see my computer screen and I can see Emma's face over FaceTime. <laughs> that's a good one. Then you go to three. <laughs> so three things that you can touch from where you're sitting or standing. So right now you can press your hands into the carpet and you can feel the carpet. You can feel um, maybe your leggings or your jeans, whatever that is. You can feel um, 
your computer, you can feel your hair, whatever it is, three things you can feel. Another deep breath in, two things you can smell. So you can smell the candle burning in the background. You can smell, um, maybe it's a negative smell. Maybe it's something you don't want to smell. It's still going to ground you. And then the last thing is one thing you can taste. And for me, like, that can be if I'm drinking my morning cup of coffee. That can be if I'm in the shower. Um, you know that, like, weird taste that, like, warm water has sometimes? Oh, I don't know. Just, like, <laughs> things like that. And that, guys, that literally took 10 seconds. That took 10 seconds out of your day. And that's something that obviously you don't have to say these things out loud. You can do that in class. You can do it in a meeting. You can do it in the shower. You can do it as you're drinking your morning cup of coffee. You can even do it as you're like listening to a podcast in the morning. Anytime you start to feel that sense of stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. a little bit, doing these grounding exercises and just taking deep breaths and reminding yourself that this sounds weird, but like, okay, I'm alive. Like I'm human. I have all of these senses. Like I am living, like I am in this world can be very beneficial, I think. Yeah. I love that. I feel like I saw that on TikTok somewhere at some point. Like it's, it's weird to me, but I really like that. And it also, even though I don't know what the exact goal is, I guess it's grounding yourself, but it also for me, when I was just doing it, it makes me just feel a little bit more in control. Gives yourself Mm -hmm. a little bit of confidence you're like okay like these are my surroundings like I'm very aware of everything and like I can take this and do what I want with it yeah and it it just allows you to yeah it allows you to be more present I guess and you're not as caught up in your emotions it's like um this is a really bad example but when I was younger I would get the hiccups and one of my grandmas used to always say okay you're gonna take eight small sips of water and one large gulp And then, after you're done with your one large gulp, you're going to list the first 16 presidents of the United States. And I would always be like, Nana, like, why? Like, that's not, what is that going to do for my hiccups, whatever. George Washington. It's because, (laughs) you're like, I can list one. You're like, let me go. it's because it's almost psychosomatic in the Mm -hmm. sense where if you're not focusing on having hiccups, then you're not going to have hiccups. And that's the same thing with, like, very weird analogy there. But it's the same thing with the grounding exercises. (laughs) <laughs> All I was saying is that would have been. Now you know. Um, no, but it's the same thing. It's like you can't focus on all the stresses in your life and all of your internal thoughts when you're focusing on everything around you and that physical aspect of the stress where your heart is racing your hands are clammy you're feeling a little tense your body isn't so much focused on those physical emotions as it is on the physical feeling of something when you're doing the touch or the physical taste of something when you're doing that you know so it just kind of it helps I find yeah no I do really like that you almost have to trick your mind into not freaking out And obviously there's, you know, diagnosable anxiety, diagnosable depression, but you really, so many things are a mind game in and of itself Um, in life. So many things are a mind game, like nervousness, it's very much a mind game, Mm -hmm. or fear, um, just anxiety like we were talking about is you really do need to, when, when you feel yourself escalating through those feelings or you feel them getting worse, you have to be like, okay, I am, I am bigger than what I am feeling and... I can move forward and you know it's really important just to be able to feel those things sometimes as well but even though you're feeling them it's obviously going to get a little bit out of control and a little more negatively impactful if you are letting them kind of take you over so Mm -hmm. even if you are feeling those things which it's a hundred and thousand percent okay to feel those things you have to realize that 
you're in control, you're bigger, you got it, you understand what's going on, you can be like, listen, okay, I'm anxious right now, I'm, you know, not, not thriving, the, the vibes are low, the energy's low, I'm anxious, not feeling good, but you have to realize, okay, you know, this is probably what's contributing to it, what can I do about that right now, what can I do right yeah. now to help me with this? think about yeah. yeah yeah it's just it's hard it's mind games are so tough and I'm literally trying to speak th- through this through personal experience like I'm thinking about mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about all the times that like I get really sad about something or really anxious about something and I realize that I probably don't need to be feeling those things and you just I don't know you have to almost talk yourself through understanding those emotions and then talk yourself out of those emotions as well yeah and like almost trick yourself and like trick your body it sounds weird but last quarter um in one of my (laughs) one of my classes it was my 8 a.m business communications class and we were completely online and we would do a lot of speeches we would do a lot of storytelling and um I actually really enjoyed like having this particular professor and at first I was kind of like oh my gosh this guy is too high energy it's 8 a.m in the morning but I mean he he also has a podcast like he's living his life like as a motivational speaker and um so he was really inspiring but I was like it's 8 a.m and I don't want to do this yeah, like, but before down, every <laughs> yes exactly but before every speech he would make us as a class all of our little like boxes on zoom he would say okay we're gonna transition this nervous energy into excitement so because when you think about it nervousness and excitement your body kind of feels the same way yeah you know like you're a little tingly you're a little like heart racing whatever like you're you're nervous about it and obviously this was in preparation for a speech but he would say okay on three we're gonna go I'm excited I'm excited I'm excited (laughs) and then the entire class would go I'm excited I'm excited I'm excited and if you didn't say it loud enough He'd be like, okay, we got to get it, like, a little bit louder. Get a little bit more amped up. I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. (laughs) And to this day, I do that every time I'm starting to feel nervous about something. I do that before I'm about to host a guest on the podcast because sometimes it's nerve-wracking talking to people. I do that before I go into a presentation or a speech. I do that if I'm going to talk to someone that maybe I, like, find a little attractive. I don't know. Like, I – that nervous energy – (laughs) (laughs) but that nervous that nervous energy you can easily transition into excitement and so I feel like that in and of itself kind of encompasses what we're trying to say in this episode it's like yeah there's a lot for lack of better words there's a lot of shit happening in the world like a lot I get that there's a lot of bad things happening there's a lot of anxiety there's a lot of nervousness it's transitioning that physiological feeling of nervousness and anxiety into something positive and I think that there's a couple ways that you can do that so Emma and I both came up with three things um that we just wanted to implement into the rest of our year into the last 60 days of 2020 that are going to make it positive because going back to what I was talking about a little bit earlier with my friend how she was saying I don't want it to be positive I just I need it to be neutral okay once you get to that neutral point once you've transitioned this nervousness this anxiousness into once you're something excited neutral. excited excited once you're excited 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 <laughs> then you can start once you're kind of at a baseline again then you can start incorporating things into your life to make it positive because guys 2020 is not dead I will stand by that until the end of 2020 like it's not dead and these are three ways that 
we want to incorporate things into our life. Yeah, I can go ahead and start this off. So my first thing was to stop with the external validation that I so desperately want sometimes. Um, I am very, like I was saying, I feel like I'm a very self-aware person and I find myself when relationships or friendships or things in my life aren't fulfilling me that I turn to things like social media or stuff like that um, to kind of validate me in the places that I'm lacking validation in my personal life. Um, So it's like, oh, if a roommate or a friend or someone doesn't, like, I ask them to hang out and they're like, oh, I don't want to hang out. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I, I, you know, I kind of get down about myself or, and then I will turn to maybe posting a TikTok video, posting something on Instagram, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe, you know, these people will kind of engage with me. And this is obviously not to any extreme. I'm not some super, like, lonely person that I'm like, I need, you know, I need internet friends, but I do find myself a lot, um, trying to, or not even trying to, but finding validation in online people and even if it's my friends over social media sites then they're not only online people to me but I have always been really interested in like social media and you know I post TikTok videos I post YouTube videos I have a podcast I do Instagram you know all that good stuff I'm on LinkedIn now so you know (laughs) I'm a business girl now too um just point being, I just, I really want to stop needing external validation, and it doesn't always come when people in my personal life are kind of letting me down, but sometimes it does kind of heighten my need for um, people affirming me in other, in other manners, such as social media, and I think, I don't know, I can't even think of other ways I'd personally be externally validated, because that is such a big part of my life and it's something that I put genuine time into and I really do enjoy it but I'm like oh my TikTok didn't you know do good enough maybe it's because like I didn't you know I didn't look pretty enough or like my makeup wasn't done or oh I didn't get that many likes on Instagram I wonder like I wonder why or you know I put five hours into this YouTube video and people aren't watching it like why aren't people watching I don't know I just I need to start doing stuff for me more and realizing that those those kind of trivial things are never going to validate me to the point where I'm genuinely happy. Um, exactly. And I, and I am an overall happy person, but I just want to, I want to yeah. kind of stop with, you know, needing all of that when I have those thoughts that start rolling about like, oh dang, like this post didn't do good enough. I need to slap myself on the wrist and be like, pipe down, Emma. It's not that important. <laughs> <laughs> Does not matter. Does not what matter. I like what you... I like what you said where you're like, I need to start doing things for me more because that kind of transitions into what my first thing was, Mm -hmm. is that I promised myself that I'm going to dedicate the first and last 30 minutes of each day to me, which sounds very simple. You know, it's like, okay, that's an hour out of my day. It's the first 30 minutes and the first and the last 30 minutes Mm -hmm. of my day. Like, how hard can that be? And... For me, this means when I wake up in the morning, I'm not going to look at my phone for the first 30 minutes. The only, my only exception to that is if I want to listen to a music or listen to podcasts, I'll go right to the podcast app or right to the music app or Spotify or whatever, listen to that. And then, so that's my morning because I'm brushing my teeth, I'm getting ready, I'm making my coffee, I'm having 30 minutes to myself. Then the last 30 minutes, honestly, is what is harder for me because Some days, like, obviously, it's really easy to do a self-care night and do a face mask and take a long shower and make a cup of tea, whatever. 
most nights, like, that's not how my nights look. Most nights I get home from nanny and I have a lot of homework to do. Um, maybe I get dinner with a friend. Maybe I record a podcast episode or whatever. And then by the time that's all said and done, I'm exhausted and I just want to go to yeah. bed. I don't want to <laughs> take 30 minutes to listen to a podcast, read a book, watch a movie, whatever, meditate. So... What I've been doing is I'm quite literally, <laughs> my roommate Chloe makes fun of me because I, I schedule it into my Google Calendar. I put the first 30 minutes a chunk of time and the last 30 minutes a chunk of time. And honestly, like if I'm having dinner with someone and I know that I need to wake up early the next morning and I'm trying to go to bed by 1030 and it's like 945, I'm going to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It was so great like getting dinner with you. Let's plan something for next week. I actually got to go. And you don't need to make excuses for, like, leaving a certain situation early or whatever. Like, if you dedicate that time to you, then, and that's what's going to fuel you and that's what's going to make you happy, then go ahead and do that. So that's, that's definitely how my first one. even in your me time, your Google calendaring, <laughs> um, making that a verb. I love <laughs> yeah, how you're so <laughs> Google calendaring stuff. She is a such a Google calendar girl. It makes me laugh so much. It's like, no matter what we have planned, it's like within two minutes, she has like a Google Cal invite sent to me. <laughs> so I don't miss it. Um, it was funny the other day, like, I think we were texting about maybe recording this podcast episode. And I was like, okay, like what time are you free? And you were like noon. Okay. And before I even responded to you, I saw the notification pop up. And I went and put it on my Google Calendar, and I invited you. I know. Well, I'm, you know, I'm here, so don't don't you worry. I just, <laughs> I just think it's so funny, but obviously that works for you. But, I mean, it, it makes sense that you would schedule that time in, so that's a priority just how, like, any other thing on your calendar is. Is it your me exactly. time? And not to, not to bring us back to the cringy middle school days, but when you say me time, the only thing I think of is the it's, me show. <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember, oh my god. I, I'm sorry, I had show. to bring it up. <laughs> we have this thing, so her name's Maddie and I'm Emma, so together the yes, first letter of each, We are me. So yeah, the first letter of each of our names is like M-E, me. So we used to have this thing called the me show, and I guess that was our like OG podcast. Honestly, like we, we really would just like chat, like we would we thought we were so funny oh, oh my, my gosh God. we were like the me show like welcome back and now we're here actually like having a real the, we had a didn't we have a jingle we had like wait that's so funny like, i completely forgot show. about the I show the me show, <laughs> the me show. oh <laughs> my god where oh my is god. that in the back of my brain guys if we if we <laughs> can you <laughs> i'm dead if we find this like I don't think that we will find it but if we find it like we're either gonna put that at the end of this episode or on our Instagram because I can't believe I completely forgot about that. That was like our OG podcast when we were like 10. Yeah, and I, it was those like cringy like <laughs> iMovie like cut videos that you would make of yourselves. But we have been making content, obviously not good content, but for literally so long. For so long. Oh That's my god, crazy. the show. That was a true icon Wow, so you just really like deep dove back into I know, my brain. The fact like, that we I... remember the jingle... I know. It's weird how you remember jingles like that. That's crazy. That has been like some dormant memory in my brain that just woke back up when you said me time. <laughs> you kept saying me time and I was like, girl, you're triggering something in my brain. Okay. Oh my gosh. That was such so a funny. Anyways. <laughs> oh my goodness. So welcome to the me show, everyone. We're rebranding officially. Yeah, we are rebranding. We're actually the me show from here on out. Okay. Can you imagine? Emma, what's your second thing? <laughs> my second thing. Oh yeah, let's move it on. Okay. <laughs> So, my second thing um, to, to kind of end 2020 on a high note 
is to plan one thing a day that gets me out of the apartment for a significant period of time. So I say this because a lot of times I'll either walk to my one in-person class or I'll walk to get food somewhere because I eat at my sorority house so I walk to like all of my meals because my sorority house is pretty close to where I live. Um, But I just, not every single day I have something on my calendar and I'm a big agenda person. I don't google calendar stuff as intensely as she does but I definitely write things in my agenda like my plans for the day um and I mean not every single day I have something that gets me outside or gets me out of the apartment and I have that liberty to take that time and you know go do something if I want to but it's not really scheduled in so sometimes I'm like oh I'm tired and I just end up sitting in my apartment for like three hours and, you know, kind of, like, half-ass working on homework, like, having it open so you feel good about yourself, but, like, not actually doing anything, um, and I don't know, I really want to try to plan one thing a day at least, it's, like, outside of walking to my sorority house or, like, walking to, um, my classes that gets me out of the apartment, and that can even be, like, go sit on campus or go on a walk with so-and-so, and I always really, you know, I pat myself on the back when I actually make time to do those things because it does make me feel a lot better, but I'm not super good about doing that every single day when I don't technically, you know, quote, have anything to do, so that is my goal, especially, um, <coughs> oh goodness, sorry, but especially ending out the like, end of the school semester when school's ramping back up and professors are throwing a million things at us. I really want to take that time for myself. The me time. Yeah. I need the me time. Me time. (laughs) Honestly, like, every time you've been talking now, I'm just, I remember the end of our jingle, too. Wow, it's, like, playing in my head. Anyways, um, yes, take that you time. And (laughs) mine is, my second point is kind of very similar to that. It's just a little bit, like, a little different, I guess. And that's to move my body for at least 30 minutes every single day. And for me a lot of this means going on a walk and that's something that I've been struggling with um so I'm in Denver and if you guys have been catching up with the news or anything we just got moved up to a level three which is in terms of the pandemic and everything the next level would be complete shutdown so with that like 25 percent restaurants are only at 25 percent capacity gyms are closing you have to wear a mask um everywhere even if you're outside and like you're socially distant from people um, masks are mandated everywhere, which is fine. Like, I completely understand, like, we need to slow the spread. We need to get it under control. But it has been so cold and snowy the past two days. Um, and I haven't been able to go on a walk because quite literally yesterday, um, Denver broke the record high or the record low for that day um, of being eight degrees in October, that's which is just that's like ridiculous. so cold. Eight yeah, degrees? so I, just, I can't even fathom that because it's I know. 70 here, I think. Yeah, it, it's just been so cold and so gloomy. And the nice thing about Colorado is that it is sunny, even when it's snowy. But the past couple of days, it's just been, like, very snowy and cold. And um, I haven't been able to go outside. And obviously, I can't go to the gyms because the gyms are closed. So I feel like I've been trapped in my apartment. Yeah. So my, my I guess, goal for the rest of 2020 is just to find 30 minutes to get outside and move my body And that can even be, like, walking to go get coffee. That can even be, like, walking, like, to class or something. Like, literally nothing intense. Just 30 minutes outside. And not even 30 minutes at a time. If I can do 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the afternoon, great. 
just like finding that time for me yeah I bet that makes it so difficult too because I mean when I was talking about my stuff all of it's like get outside but it's also literally summer weather here still yeah we're at that point where you know you wake up in the morning and it's like fall and then during Mm -hmm. the day it's summer and then at night it's like winter it's it's really bizarre but even our you know our cold is like 48 or 50 and those are like extreme lows sometimes so i really cannot believe that it's so cold there i mean i'm jealous that you have snow but like yeah that really would that would definitely keep me hibernating in my apartment oh my gosh i feel bad even like complaining about it because i love the snow and i know that some of our listeners are from like finland and sweden and like greenland we had someone and so like when you look at our analytics and everything so i'm like you guys are really like it's really cold right now, so I can't even complain. But yeah, we're trying to make these tips applicable to everyone, so regardless of your weather situation. So yeah. Yeah. Well, moving right on to my third <laughs> point is to accept things that I can't change. And you know, you need to accept that it's cold, Maddie. Get over it. I do. I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm kidding, <laughs> but I, I just thought that was funny as accepting things you can't change because that's pretty much what Quite you are having to do it. because you can't change the weather. Um, and yeah, I just, I want to focus on accepting things that I can't change and particularly that being school is I feel like a lot of my... I guess sadness and like negative emotions whether that be anxiety or stress or whatever all of it has one beautiful common tie to miss school and you know school is obviously we're paying to be here we need to be here for our career paths like we want to be here for our future but it's tough it truly is tough and I've had such a hard semester just mental health wise doing so much online I just feel like professors are emailing us assignments or like just posting random assignments and you're not really learning anything you're just going through the motions trying to get it done sending it yep you know back across the internet and then into the cloud into the into the magical technology cloud and then you're like okay now for the next one it's just it's so going through the motions right now of just trying to get through classes online and I really do feel like my my education has not been uh, popping as much as it usually is. And, I mean, last <laughs> semester before we got kicked out of school, I genuinely, like, loved my professors, loved my classes. And, you know, even I was in, like, a speech class, which, you know, a public speaking I'm not scared of, but it's never a fun thing to, like, memorize a speech and have to do it in front of people. It's definitely stressful, but I yeah. really liked my class. I really liked my professor. So I was... I could find benefits in everything that I was doing and I could find purpose in everything that I was doing but now with online school I just have such a hard time finding that purpose and that's when your mind starts going through the the motions of like okay well there's not really any point of me doing this why am I doing it this is making me sad why why do I have to be sad when this has no point and it's just like oh my goodness so I just need to get over the fact that I am in college I'm gonna have assignments I have a really crazy next month um and then basically we'll be done with school which I'm so excited for but I just need to accept that I mean I do have hard exams coming up and I do have hard assignments coming up and even though I want to ignore them and be like oh that's not gonna make me happy like they're there and I'm gonna have to do it so I just need to get over it and also I've just been you know my sorority hasn't had any events this entire semester um, I haven't really been to any, like, parties besides, like, 
small little birthday parties this semester. Like, I used to go to, like, my boyfriend's, like, frat events or, like, my sorority events or um, just other, you know, like, big game day tailgates. Like, things that literally make me so happy just because I am a social person. I love, like, going and dancing to music and hanging out with people and, like, I, it sucks that we can't do that. Like, it really, really does suck. And these are, like, the college prime years where I just, like, I Mm want to go out and have fun, like, very selfishly. But, like, that's what I want to do. But I can't do that right now. So I just have to... Yeah. I just have to accept it and move on and create my best reality with what is the world's reality right now. Exactly. And that's, that's all you can do in this situation, for sure. Um... Yeah, I think it's been it's been hard, definitely, with the transition and everything. But I think that finding outside things, like you said, like stop with the external validation and even finding things outside of like yourself in terms of like parties or social gatherings or anything like that and kind of honing in on the things that um, are more positive inside of you can be very important, um, especially this time of year. And so I think that that's important. But with that being said... My third and final thing is to take note of the things and the people that do bring me joy in my life right now and the ones that bring me down. Because as much as we can sit here and say, um, I don't want to be like victim to outside external validation or I don't want to be upset because I can't change certain things. The reality of it is, is like we're all going to be affected by those things. And that's just what 2020 is, especially with the pandemic and the election and friends and social lives and everything like even the weather like you're always going to have to deal with external um things in your life and so you might as well make an active list of things that really bring you joy and things that don't and the things that you're in control of don't bring those people or things into 2021 because at the end of the day we're leaving the negative vibes in 2020 like I said like It's not when the clock strikes midnight that everything's going to be perfect and glamorous and beautiful all of a sudden. But we can use these next 60 days to really kind of take inventory on these things in our lives and make a constant. Exactly. Exactly. So just kind of wrapping up, um, I saw this quote on the Female Hustlers Instagram page. And it's a really simple one, but I liked it. So I'm going to kind of end here. But it's just, may the last two months of 2020 be the plot twist you've been made waiting for and I'm going to alter that a little bit ready instead of may the last two months of 2020 be the plot twist you've been waiting for make the last two months of 2020 the plot twist you've been waiting for there we go so that is honestly all we have for you guys today um I hope that you guys enjoyed the me show (laughs) oh my goodness I remember the jingle now and I'm too embarrassed to sing it on here but I I know I am too I have we'll sing it later when we get off recording but yeah we hope you liked this episode and that it was a fun mix between um, of Hooga Girls podcast of us just like chatting and catching up but also hopefully providing you guys with some helpful tips and tricks to make the rest of your 2020 a good one because feeling stuck is never a good thing but 2020 is not dead and it's where you go from here yeah, I hope you guys can really relate to a lot that we've been saying. When it comes down to it, this is just, we're trying to have just genuine conversations about how we're feeling and realistic things that we can kind of do to come out of it because, you know, I don't think anyone's 100% like content with their life all the time. You know, the, it's definitely up and downs. Yeah. It's that roller coaster of life. So, hope you guys can relate to some of what we are saying and also 
um, are kind of inspired to create that positive change in your life and the steps that you need to do for the rest of 2020. I can't believe that it's almost over, but honestly, so excited. It's one of those years, like, 2020 sounds like it would be really cool, but it's just not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, have you seen the Back to the Future when, oh my gosh, what's his name? Not Marvin. Oh my god, what is his name? It starts with an M. It's on the tip of my tongue. He literally is like, whatever you do, don't go to 2020. No. I'll have what? to. Yeah, it's kind of freaky. Okay, well, anyways, guys, oh, um, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Hookah Girls podcast. We'll be back next week. We're now uploading every single Monday, so yeah, stay tuned. Um, every Monday we'll be here. Bye, guys. Have a super, or I guess when this post is after Halloween. So I hope you had a super safe and fun Halloween. (laughs) I hope your costumes are cute. Send them to us. Happy November. Wow. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.